Parents strongly cautioned, the following programs are intended for mature audiences over the age of 18. These programs may contain some materials that many parents would not find suitable for children. The programs may contain intense violence, sexual situations, coarse language and suggestive dialogue. Hey everyone, this is Michelle Ruff and you're listening to the Toonami Faithful Podcast. Welcome to the Tsunami Faithful Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Pascrillo, and with me tonight is... ASM Rod, Real Max. And... Your esteemed announcer, Jim Nelson. And no, folks, you're, you're not... You're not, like, um... What's the best word to say this? Hallucinating. Hearing things. <laughs> yes, you're not hearing things, you're not hallucinating. I am hosting this podcast for the first time in almost two years. <laughs> It took a hostile taker over to do it, too. Yeah, I stabbed Sketch. You know, the Toonami Faithful Mob, we got... He snitched on us, so we had to stab him. Oh, wait. I shouldn't talk. Nobody likes a stoolie. Nobody likes a stoolie. I shouldn't have talked. No, this episode takes place in the Mirror Mirror universe where you have to kill people to ascend the ranks. (laughs) Yeah. Because I am the one. No, Sketch is on his way home from uh, California, so... I have taken over the duties for the night, so... This is what you get. it. <laughs> that means behave yourself, Darrell. Oh, okay. By the way, how's your limp? I don't know. <laughs> <That's your girlfriend. laughs> you piece of shit. Anyways, um, <laughs> all right. So let's uh, let's first get some housekeeping out of the way. Um, we have Anime Boston coming up, and I'll let Jim talk about that real quick. Yep. Um, well, we are unbelievably almost a, uh, just over a week away from Anime Boston, and. Um, I have five guests line up that I hope to do a do interviews with. I don't know if they're going to be one on one or if they're going to be press panel like they have been or like they were last year. Um, so the five people that I have lined up are Dai Sato, the director of Eureka Seven and occasional guest director on Space Dandy. I love you. True. Yes, <laughs> I had to get that one because I'm such an Eureka Seven fan. Um, Real quick, did he do anything with AO or no? I don't know, actually. I have to look it up because I haven't seen uh, Eureka 7AO. Now I kind of feel like I kind of have to. Yeah, look that up and see because that would be interesting to see if he did work on it or not because it is a little bit of a different feel. So it, it would be interesting to see if mm-hmm. he had anything to do with that. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't be. going to get a feel, all right. <laughs> I, wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't be a bit surprised if he was involved with AO. Um, okay, so the uh, next guest that I requested was Trina Nishimura who's had a lot of bit parts in Funimation stuff, but for those of you who have watched Steins Gate, she was the voice of Makise Kurisu. So that's actually going to be a lot of fun. And I've met her before. She's a wonderful uh, person. Uh, next up is a very, very well-known voice actress and director, Wendy Lee, the voice of, uh, what was her name again in Bleach? Uh, Yoruichi. Yes, Yoruichi-sama. Yep, yep Yoruichi and also... Of course, uh, if I don't say this, I'm going to have hate mail for the, until the day I die. Yes, she was Faye in Cowboy Bebop as well. Not to mention a ton of other characters, like Angel in Big O. At least I think her name was Angel. I don't remember. Oh. So, yes, she was in Big O as well. And then, um, who else did I request? I requested Patrick Seitz, who's in, well, everything. And apparently he has a sombrero collection, too. So that's Arriba! Gonna be- <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> so that is going to be an absolute treat as well because uh, I've been wanting to meet Patrick Seitz for quite some time, and uh, hopefully this is the big uh, break that we get. And then uh, who was the last one? It was. Uh, uh, hang on, hang on a second. I gotta check the uh, Anime Boston guest list because if I don't, ready. you should be ready when we do this. God, Jenna. I thought I had it memorized. <laughs> and it was a long day at work, so. I know how that feels. Don't worry. Was it? Christina V. That was the last one. Christina V. Um, she hasn't, as far as I know, she hasn't been in anything Tsunami related yet, but she, a lot of fans will recognize her as the voice of Homura in Madoka Magica. And she's also been in a crap ton of video games. And she was also the voice of Morgiana in Magi, which any of you who follow my Twitter, you know how much I love that show. Yes, yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yep, so those are the five that I lined up. I fear that if I was to uh, get anybody else that would really start to interfere with uh, other stuff I might need to do, like um, industry panels and this and that and everything else, the plan is to go to as many industry panels as possible. Uh, hopefully I don't have to go literally sprinting up and down the halls like I did <laughs> last year. And at Momocon. <laughs> you mean at uh, Otakon? No, 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 I think... I think... No, there were no prior, there were no press panel there were no um, industry panels yeah, that I was aware of. Yeah, were like all over okay. the place at Momocon though. Um, mostly being an ambassador and you know trying to be um, the face of the uh, podcast while you guys are out doing uh, business stuff. Which reminds me, I to rail out of trouble from drinking so much. Which reminds <laughs> much to Jose's chagrin. Yes. <laughs> and, and, chagrin. And what song? But you know whatever. We're not gonna talk about <laughs> Hello, Paul. <laughs> but um, yeah, and Jose is gonna be there too, guys. Just so you guys know. Yes, Jose. Um, also, we're gonna have Zach and Steve Yurko from the One Zach Logan, and Steve Yurko from the One Piece podcast, and also thank you everybody who donated because Greg Werner, one of the One Piece podcast's boots in Japan, in the ground in Japan, also a writer for V Jump, is going to be at Anime Boston as well. He's going to fly literally halfway across the world for this, which is awesome. so. Yes, for the One Piece podcast goes to Japan panel. So uh, to uh, any of you who donated who might be listening to this, thank you so much. This really means a lot to us. I'm sure it means a lot to Greg as well. And um, so, uh, if yeah. those of you that donated to be on this podcast, um, I believe that was the $50 donation. Um, Jose will yes. be in touch with you. Um, he's supposed to be back in April. So once he gets all settled in, I'm sure he'll be in contact with you or – he might have already been in contact with you, but um, I'm just letting you guys know out there that have donated and put in $50 for that. Um, Jose will be in contact with you. So, Yes, and there's going to be tons of great stuff uh, regarding OPP Japan. Um, Jose knows all the details. I don't. All I did was set up the panel. Uh, everybody else is working really, really hard on it. Um, so, yeah, that was pre pretty much all I did is, you know, get uh, get the show up for Anime Boston and uh, we're going to but it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, I, I for all you people that got Greg in and, you know, who have supported OPP Japan this whole time. Thank you so much. We really cannot thank you enough for this. Yeah, thank you guys for doing that. Um, I'm sure the guys from One Piece podcast when they're on again will uh, thank all of you out there as well. So uh, thank you for doing that um, again, uh, Jim and Jose, if Jose is helping out, Jim will be uh, at anime Boston. So um, yep, Jose is going to, uh, Jose is going to be helping out in any capacity he can. Same with Zach Logan. Uh, we're still trying to hammer out the details. Mostly what I'm worried about is the weather because it's been such a ridiculous winter so right. far. Um, I'm just worried about any, uh, the weather impacting any potential travel plans for both Greg and for, uh, Jose. 
And also, also uh, government center station on the blue line is being shut down for two years while they renovate the living shit out of it. So. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> yeah. So, any yes, Massachusetts, yes. Uh, you Massachusetts listeners out there know what the government center is. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, just look for uh, look for Jim and Jose if you guys are going. And remember, Anime Boston is important because they announced Sword Art Online at Anime Boston last year. So do pay attention to our feeds because well something could be announced this year we're not saying there is no we don't know but you never mm-hmm. know so yeah you never know well e, i just got the news that ej rivera who we interviewed a couple episodes ago will not be at anime boston this year for anaplex he actually got a opportunity to go to a humongous anime convention in japan so uh it really was an offer he could not refuse right so unfortunately he will not be at anime boston but funimation will be sentai will be uh, I hope Viz will be as well. And uh, so regardless, uh, there's going to be stuff to do. So we're going right. to be. And, and, if, and we'll, we'll get to we'll get to our next next little uh, thing here. But the one thing I do need to make important. And yes, obviously, as we're recording this podcast, they are um, bringing out names of people that are involved with Attack on Titan right now. Uh, Funimation. Yes. Is. Yes. The um, Attack on Titan dub. None of the main characters have been announced yet. I would still pay attention to the panel because I have a feeling that they're going to announce something. I, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's Toonami related, but I would love, I would love <laughs> to hear yeah. like all of a sudden, guess what? Attack on Titans on in the fall. I'd be like, yes. Yep. And we're going to do everything we can to cover that panel. And, uh, you know, that's an industry thing. And, uh, you know, same with uh, sword art last year. And I'm going to, we're going to cover that as best we can. Um, Jose's uh, probably still going to be working up until uh, OPP Japan releases yeah. on, Him and his his sexy beard. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, If you guys are looking for me at Anime Boston, I'm going to be going one of two ways. Either I'm going to be wearing a USA soccer jersey, it's going to be in white, or I'm going to be doing my usual thing, uh, business casual, with a sport coat, t-shirt, and and, uh, blue jeans. And the t-shirt underneath will be the Tsunami Faithful Podcast shirt. For one day, for one day, because I don't wear, I don't rewear <laughs> uh, stuff, because you know, con funk is a real thing and Man it affects many, many people every year. So I'm not buying it. Please <laughs> do not be a victim of con funk. Only you can prevent this, folks. I would say wear it on Saturday. It's the busiest. <laughs> oh yeah, I always wear it on either Friday or Saturday. But yeah, it's either going to be the USA USA soccer jersey or the um, or uh, my usual con loadout. If you've seen my picture with uh, Bryce on my uh, Twitter feed. But I've rambled on long enough about... Oh, he's uh, going to have a shirt on that says, I'm the black guy, not Darrell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so just be... We got No, Darrell, that actually gave me an idea. We should make t-shirts that say, I'm with the black guy, and we have arrows. <laughs> <laughs> and we're from the Tsunami Faithful Podcast. Anyways. Um, on the back, yeah. So stay tuned. We'll, we'll let you know as Anime, anime Boston approaches and... If anything happens there, we'll definitely let you guys know. Um, so moving on, um, you guys seen have probably seen that I put up the uh, Symbionic Titan Season 2 uh, petition again. I put it up because I, I promised when Symbionic Titan came back on the block, which we all knew it was going to at some point, that I would bring it back out. And it seems like a lot of you all of a sudden are starting to sign, and I'm like, I had to sign. Where were you the first time? Yeah, I know. Where were you the first time? I've had about at least 50 to 70 new signatures on the petition, which is awesome. And I, and I like that you guys are actually doing that. So if you could do me a favor, if you see it up on Toonami news, we'll tweet it out once a week because you know, there's no real need to, you know, (laughs) overdo your feed with 
sign this petition, sign this petition, sign this petition. Um, so when you see it, if you could just retweet it, uh, retweet it on, well, it's reblogging on Tumblr and um, share it on Facebook. The more signatures we get, the better, uh, the better the chance that we can get a season two. And one thing I need to make clear, and I said this on my Twitter last night at, I think three o'clock in the morning. Don't harass Adult Swim. Don't harass Jason because they weren't involved in it. It was Cartoon Network. So that's the place that you want to politely ask. So if there's one thing you need to do, it's politely ask the new CEO for a new symbiotic Titan because new CEOs equal fresh minds, hopefully. Yes. But then more on that later. <laughs> more on that later. Um, and then one last thing before we get into the Space Dandy recap. Um, this uh, previous weekend, I was at Toracon. Uh, I had my yearly panel there, and those of you that showed up, thank you for coming. I had a lot of fun. I actually had a lot more fun this year than I did last year because, well, it was a smaller room, and also I'm not looking up into a big lecture hall going, help me, because <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I was like, let me let me teach you a course on tsunami. It's so cavernous. <laughs> so, um, and and this time it, it felt more personable. It felt like you know a lot more people were taking part, and also it was really I had a lot of fun doing it because when I can just you know be there and just kind of talk, and then people just come off of what I'm talking about, it just makes the panel even funner. So, mm-hmm. um, Paul likes to hear himself talk, people. <laughs> maybe um <laughs> maybe <laughs> um so about how many people did you have paul um i would say about it was probably about like what we had last year about 30 to 50 people that's good yeah so i mean it, i'm thinking and i was saying this to Darrell before the podcast that um i'd actually like to if Torcon is willing next year to have one on saturday and also have one on sunday because mm-hmm. I, I think the demand's there, and if it's in the if it's in the same kind of type of room that I had this year, I think it'll work fine. And that way, if people don't get to see me Saturday, they can see me Sunday. And by the way, no, Jose was not there. I don't know why all of a sudden people in Rochester are like, oh, so Jose's coming. I don't <laughs> recall Jose saying he was coming, and I don't recall saying to you guys politely ask him to come this year. So, um, but you know. It, like I said, on uh, there was actually an ask.fm question about this, and I and I said if you want Jose to come up, you gotta politely ask him way before the con, and maybe if enough of you politely ask him, he might come. But you know, I don't expect him to come. He's in Florida. That's a long way away, and I don't think he has the money. Plus, he's working on OPP Japan. That's more important than my little panel at this con. If you, you want us to go to me up there. If you want us to go to more cons, then give us more money. Exactly. And by the way, we did sell some shirts, which was thank you for buying some shirts because that goes towards our funding of future cons. Um, more importantly, uh, MomoCon. So. And Darrell's booze money. No, Darrell. Um, <laughs> don't just buy booze. Um, that ain't food. So, <laughs> so basically, the one thing that the, there was a couple things that stood out at Torcon from the panel. Um, one was some guy was there was only one guy that said, "Oh, there's too much shonen on the block." And I'm like looking at him like, "Why Staring are you daggers in, at him?" I'm like, "Why are you in my room?" <laughs> because, Staring daggers at him. I mean, it, I mean, he, you know, that that is one of the valid points out there. Why do you have to put all this shonen anime? And as I made as I made the point, you know, if you don't have all this good anime on there, there's no good ratings, really. So, 
it's exactly. It's, Plus, on top of that, you can run a Shonen for a long time. Plus, this isn't this isn't the same cart. This isn't the same Cartoon Network Toonami. This is Toonami on Adult Swim. You don't just get money. They don't just throw money at you. You have to prove yourself, and this is the way that they have to do to prove themselves. So, you know, right, completely run by the merit system. Right. So, you know, <laughs> there was that, and then somebody actually, because we were talking about how, you know. Tsunami is an action cartoon block. Somebody raised their hand. I was like, yeah. And he's like, so what's the deal with Hamtaro? And I went, well, let me let me just play this YouTube video from the intro to uh, Hamtaro and let Tom explain it to you. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you all remember that one, it's in the intro. And Tom's just like, uh, okay. I don't know why this is. He doesn't say I don't know why this is on here, but it basically hints at it. Mm-hmm. But okay. And then just starts the intro. So, you know, it, it, was, it was a lot of fun. It was... A lot of people want to see Attack on Titan. The minute that I showed them the intro to Jorgenmon. <laughs> Jorgenmon, yes. Yes, they... Um, the snake of the underworld. They, uh, they they were like, why is this not on Toonami? I'm like, well, mm-hmm. let's, let's wait and see what Black Lagoon gets first before we start putting well, this on there. No, For all we know, Black. it's next. Yes, that's true. Well, I, and, I, and I think that's a good valid point before we get into the Space Dandy recap. Um, one thing that I made clear at the panel and I think needs to be made clear on here too is Black Lagoon is going to be a big test for Toonami because there is a lot of swearing, there is a lot of violence in there. Apparently there's a lesbian scene in there too, but Ooh. um <laughs> but a, it basically this is going to be this is going to give us an idea of what Toonami is going to be able to do and wh- how far we can stretch the limits on Adult Swim. So um it's going to be interesting to see how this works out so stay tuned for that <laughs> trust me black lagoon is gonna work out very very well yes all right guys i think we've uh, gone on enough talking about all this other stuff i think it's time to get into the space dandy recap what do you guys think yeah. i think it's i think it'll be quite dandy baby <laughs> all right let's get into that right now Space Dandy, Episode 10, There's Always Tomorrow, Baby! The screenplay was written by Kimiko Ueno, the director was Masayuki Miyagi, and the storyboard was also handled by Masayuki Miyagi. The animation directors were Hiroyuki Aoyama and Seichi Hashimoto, and the main mechanical designer, whom we've yet to mention, he's been on board the whole time, is Thomas Romaine. I don't know if it's supposed to be Romaine or Roman. I'm not sure if it has the French inflection or not. I nobody's going to kill you for that, so <laughs> somebody's going to somebody's going to correct me. I know. Yeah, whatever. Wrong. No one gives a fuck what they think. <laughs> <laughs> no one cares what you think. So the for the Funimation crew, the head writer was John Bergmeier, the script writer was Jamie Markey, and Joel McDonald was the ADR director. There were tons of guest voices on this one, and none of them were credited with the character names, probably because they just didn't have enough time in the thirty in the fifteen thirty seconds Toonami gave them for this. Probably. So, yeah, it's it's whatever. Hey, we'll find out when the DVDs and Blu-rays come out, which I am waiting on pins and needles for now. <laughs> that would be very expensive too. But, um... Yeah, but you know what? I don't care. They don't do anaplex prices. So take that's my good. money now. 
shut up and take my mind. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um, so this episode obviously was, if you couldn't tell, seemed to mirror not only Groundhog Day, but as we were talking about off the podcast, um, Star Trek The Next Generation episode. What was that again, Jim? Cause and effect. Yeah, it it basically mirrored those kind of um, episodes. And yeah, the episode it was more it. ground. It was more Groundhog Day than cause and right. effect because cause and effect always ended with a bang. Uh, <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. Um, See, Trekkies will get that reference. Yes, we will. Um, that's why I love you, Jim. All right, so this episode uh, we had. A problem occurred with the Aloha Oi, which they didn't really specify what the problem was. But um, they basically were near uh, Beetlejuice, which is uh, the home planet of Meow. And they uh, decided to go there against (laughs) Meow wanting not to go. (laughs) Against Meow's wishes. Yes. And basically, they uh, stayed with his family. And, you know, his family is a little crazy and... We get to find out a little bit of backstory on uh, Meow and, you know, how he wanted to actually be a metal worker like his dad was. It's interesting to see that, you know, okay, well, he was he did want to be like this at one point, but now he's actually out in space doing this stuff with Space Dandy. And in the beginning of the episode, there is this war going on with the Gogolo Empire and what was the other the other enemy? I can't remember what that was. Hmm. I don't either. Do you remember? It was it was mentioned very very. Yeah, briefly, it was really so. quick. I, I don't remember what it was. I'm like, is this really important? <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, uh, it's, I think it's called a Gycro Empire. Yeah, something like that. You're right. You're right. And so basically, the Gogolo Empire tries to. The other guys had an ultimate weapon. The Gogolo Empire tried to use their ultimate weapon, which wasn't complete. And when they tried to use it, it blew up. <laughs> mm-hmm. And because of that, radiation went through space, and it happened to land on Beetlejuice on the house where where the family was. So all of a sudden, now this episode turns into Groundhog Day, <laughs> and we can we continue to repeat the day and repeat the day, and then finally the narrator slaps Space Dandy and his crew and tells them, uh, "This is repeating. You need to remember this." And then they go, "I'm sorry," <laughs> mm-hmm. and. Basically, they figure out that the calendar on the wall is the source of the repeating loop, so to speak, and they try several times in different ways to rip off the first page, which is apparently the only thing that was keeping it on the same day, which I I would think if you destroyed the whole calendar, it would be fine, but whatever. Um, you never know with Space Dandy. Yeah, you never know exactly. with Space Dandy. And I, and I guess, like, they were, you know, it was kind of mentioned that if they ripped off more than one pages, they could have gone into the future, so. Um, and if they destroyed the whole thing, they probably would have either lost a year or destroyed the entire space-time continuum. Probably, but in the next episode, it'd be all fine. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's just Space Dandy. Um, so, basically, Meow, his father, comes up with the idea of, well, let me just use my drill press and... We can probably precisely just get off this one page, which I don't think that would happen in real life, but okay. <laughs> and he's able to get the first, that the, uh, the the one page off, and now we're back in business. And we see that Meow is, you know, he at the end he's very he's not so much about not wanting to go back to his plan anymore. But then <laughs> we see at the end that they go back to a loop of uh, 
we don't need it. we can do hunting tomorrow mm-hmm. <laughs> so their own kind of uh time their own kind of loop although it's a loop of laziness yes a loop of laziness so that was basically this episode um what did you guys think as always, I enjoyed because there's no fucking continuity. <laughs> well, I like I liked this episode because it really was something different. Uh, you know, you kind of get a sense of, uh, you know, Meow and his family and and you know where he came from, this that and everything else. And it's he's more than just you know this, uh, you know, otaku shots fired character, you know. Um, and, you know, it also has very real thing, real, uh, you know, drama where it's like, hey, you know, is this what I get to look forward to when I'm when I come home after moving away or this, that and everything else? Mm-hmm. So kind of hate I came back home sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's uh, that's a very real thing that a lot of people have. If you move away, it's like, hey, you know, mm-hmm. you're always nervous when people come home. So when you come home and, you know, stuff like that and, you know, you're not just nervous, but the other people are too. Like, you know, your folks would be nervous saying, Oh my goodness. All <laughs> oh my I know goodness. is when I came back <laughs> home, it was like, what the fuck happened to you, dude? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, it's kind of funny because you go from the trippy episode to now you got groundhog day. So oh, it's kind of, it was kind of funny to, to see that. I kind of actually thought it was going to be more like, you know, just space dandy harassing me out the whole time and being like, Oh, yeah. it did. And it was, it, there was a little bit of that in there, but it wasn't a little bit, not a heck of a lot. I thought it was actually an interesting episode. I, I, I did enjoy it. I thought that it was, it didn't, I, I was sitting there as I'm watching it today and I'm like, so you guys like Bill Murray, huh? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what, that's what it reminded me about. You know, it, I, I mean, maybe I'm wrong here, but I was just like thinking mm-hmm. this, you know, it is. It, maybe that's what they got this from, you know? I, I don't know. Well, we may never know. I don't know. Like, well, you got to look at it. Space Danny does make a lot of pop culture references. This is true. Yeah, they do. They have been referencing a lot of movies and stuff like that recently. So this is kind of par for the course for them. Right. Exactly. And not to mention, Jamie Mark, Markey did um, Markey did um, write the script, right? Yep. Markey, Jamie Markey wrote the script. Yeah. So, yeah, you know how she does it. Yeah. Yeah, she's uh, yeah. I'm surprised it didn't have more foul language because you know. <laughs> yeah, I love it when she keeps it foul, man. Yeah, it's a it's a, I don't know. I think that panty and stocking uh, assignment uh, kind of uh, broke her in a way. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. Just like listen to me talk sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 try, know. we try not to do that, Darrell. We try not to do. That. <laughs> Especially yeah, when you're drunk to... or you're you're up on pain medicine. Hey, Ooh. shut up. Because <laughs> we oh, see what yeah, happens dude. when that happens. <laughs> <laughs> hey, two trim it all, dude. I was loopy. Yeah, I know a lot of people comment on that. <laughs> but I think we'll get into the Toonami talk back now. Um, and by the way, thank you guys for doing that. Um, we appreciate you when we put out a tweet and you guys give us your opinion on a show or just space dandy or whatever. Um, we like to read your stuff on on the podcast whenever we can. So thank you for doing that. So let's get into some of this. At honey underscore SD said, I absolutely love every episode of Space Dandy. The last episode was kind of basic, but I still liked it. Uh, at strange one 2007 said, I love the infinite adventures of Blockhead, Bonehead, and Pinhead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that works. I like that actually. Uh, let's see. 
the underslash bodyguard 31 said love the comedy meow taking the chainsaw to the calendar had me dying laughing meow's dad should have went to boobies Um, let's see. DG Nightwing said this week's episode of Space Dandy was Groundhog Day on crack and had some nice. F- Definitely my fave episode so far. Hmm. I'm sure Sketch somewhere heard that uh, f- mentioned yep. <laughs> convulsing yeah. right now. Probably. Well, when he listens to this podcast and edits it, edits it for us. There you go. Um, at Blotch Zero said. Was all the best parts of Groundhog Day, Summer Wars, and Cave Story rolled into one? More epicness. Smiley face. Uh, I'm going to skip over Durrell's. <laughs> oh, that's so dirty, man. You want me to read yours, really? Please uh, read it. Okay. Atakami underscore Samurai 7. I wonder who that fuck is. Um, <laughs> I found the fact that the kitty cat announced she was into female kitties. Okay. But... You know this is me we're talking about. (laughs) Uh, And and I guess going on top of that, uh, Jennifer Patton at Tarzana said, uh, Katie announcing she's gay. Hot, right? I can't be the only one who thought that. (laughs) Yeah, she kissed a girl and she liked it. Oh, God. Um, Let's see. And it's at M... L-A-N-O-U-E-X-29. I'm not going to say it because I'll fuck you. Um, next to the zombie <laughs> episode, last right. night's episode of Space Dandy was probably one of my favorites. Kazu Cat. I said that wrong, didn't I? <laughs> Keikaku Cat. Cat. Um, Mark, who's uh, been on the show. Yes, with he us has. And I, I'm sorry, I butchered this. Um, Hell, Mark ain't nobody. Oh, okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, folks. He's drunk again. Um... Let's see, he said, that was the best Space Dandy episode in a few weeks. The comedic timing was great, as was the animation. I agree. And uh, the last one we'll read is at DBZWe09. The idea of a time paradox was neat. Coincidence that it was the 8th of March, though. Hmm, good question. And as always, um, thank you guys for sending in Toonami Toonami Talk back up. Again, we like to hear from you guys. Every time that a space stand, a new space dandy is on, please tweet us immediately after the episode using hashtag Toonami Talkback, and we may actually read it on the podcast. So thanks again, guys, for sending that in. But you know what, guys? It's time to get into the news right now. From Facebook, Twitter, and the official Toonami Tumblr. This is Toonami News, powered by ToonamiFaithful.com. Alright, so let's get into the ratings. And, um, if I remember these ratings were... Eh. Yeah. They were, oh boy. Oh, oh yeah, boy. oh, yeah. I was looking at the comparison, I was like, oh yeah, those are really, and then I looked up, oh god. <laughs> okay, Do so we let's... need to press the panic button? No panic button yet. Uh, no panic button yet. But, um, and this was, by the way, this was the last week of Inuyasha, so, um, no, Darrell, do not start playing taps. <laughs> huh? Yeah, I know you. Um, I'm not playing taps, dude, I already did that for 
last mm-hmm. week. Anyway. Even poured even poured a forward out for Indonesia, man. Like a G. Oh god. Mm-hmm. Um so these are the ratings for March first, twenty fourteen. Uh Space Danny did one million two hundred eleven thousand. Bleach did one million one hundred thirty six thousand. Naruto Shibiden did one hundred one million one hundred nineteen thousand. I was almost doing a sketch moment. Um, <laughs> One Piece did 791,000. Oh, yeah, I know. That's when Jim exploded. But we'll get to that a little. We'll get to that in just a minute. Uh, Blue Exorcist did 838,000. Soul Eater did 799,000. Naruto did 722,000. Ghost in the Shell did 607,000. Uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood did 537,000. Samurai Jack did 572,000. IGPX did 585,000. Star Wars The Clone Wars did 610,000. And Inuyasha finished the night with 576,000. And that was the last time that it was on. These ratings, the first three shows were good. Go In the middle of the block, it's kind of weird. Like that 3 to 3.30 time slot mm-hmm. is really weird. If we can do something with that, it would be okay. But like pretty much it, it, if you look at it as a whole, the ratings look good. But there's some spots where you go... Huh. <laughs> and I guess we have to talk about One Piece because Jim kind of went off on Twitter about that. <laughs> yeah, I saw I that. Was... I just backed away real slow. Yeah, I was just like, finally, I didn't start a Twitter war. I'm going to back out of this slowly. <laughs> and I didn't even get a war out of it. All I got, I got a bunch of people, you know, that agreed with me. I don't know yeah. if they agreed with me out of fear or not. But... Probably out of fear. <laughs> out of fear. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, it's uh, this is completely unacceptable for One Piece. Um, it is. I know Jason is probably sitting there saying, "Yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it too much." But it, 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 it really right there. He did say on his Twitter, actually, I think mm-hmm. a day or two later, he did say uh, something along the lines of, "One Piece fans, don't worry. One Piece isn't going anywhere." And we weren't yeah. really. I don't think we were really talking about that so much as the fact yeah. that it's probably going to get moved. But continue. Yeah, there's a chance that it could get moved, and I really do think that this is, you know, completely unacceptable for One Piece because right. it was because these are the best episodes that we're seeing. I'm not talking about the ta- the talkie episodes here that we have been getting. I'm just talking about the arc in general. Water Seven leading into um, what is it? Uh, Any's lobby. lobby. Yeah, Water Seven into Any's lobby is. I almost said Baroque works, and I would have been completely wrong. <laughs> But I was going to let you have it, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Water 7 into Annie's Lobby is, like, the best freaking arc, the two best arcs in the series, mm-hmm. debatable amongst uh, One Piece fans. But still, for people to not be watching it is just completely unacceptable. Yeah. And I don't know what people need to do. I don't know what this show needs to do to impress you fucking people. <laughs> this show has been... Preach, has, Jim, preach. This show has everything. It has a much more authentic range of emotions and you know it, it runs the gamut of everything so what you fucking people see are, are not seeing in one piece i don't get and you know considering that you know i remember the cheer that went up at momocon when one piece was announced and i was sitting there thinking oh this is going to be great and to see this these horrible numbers seven hundred ninety-one thousand, yeah you know that is not and you know to see it like this two weeks in a row and to see a lot of, uh, you know, you know, eight hundred thousand, seven hundred thousand, stuff like that from One Piece, that is completely unacceptable. It is, quite frankly, it's fucking criminal, right. if you ask me. Well, yeah, so like, I can understand if they was playing the four kids shit, man. Yeah, exactly. But this, so, uh, and y'all need to get and, on y'all shit. I'm and, with Jim on this, 
I've been a whole lot nicer than Jim, but you know, if I could, I'd put my foot up y'all ass for the ones that ain't watching. Hey, hey, Jimmy Two Tone did go missing because of him. Okay? <laughs> Let me Don't put it ask me. <laughs> Don't ask what happened. Let me put it this way: there has to be a uh, foot co- a foot companion to uh, the Hanahana fruit, the fruit that uh, oh, Nico Robinate. So let me put it this way: you guys don't keep on, you guys don't start watching One Piece. I'm gonna shove my collective feet so far up your ass, you're, it's gonna knock your fucking teeth out. So. And this is why I don't try to stab Jim. So. <laughs> no. No, you fucking don't, because this is this is legitimately infuriating to me. Yeah, and. To give some numbers out here, um, first of all, from last week, and because and, and I have to commend uh, Ambient Fires for doing this for us, um, we do a per week difference now too with the rating comparison. And by the way, just for context, the ratings come out later after they're released because what we do now is we combine the rating comparison and the difference from the week before into one post, so that you guys, that way you guys can see the whole thing together. So I, if you guys don't like that, let me know. Um, Paul Pascrillo at TsunamiFaithful.com. Just let me know if you guys don't like that. Um, but for context, One Piece from last week was up 21,000 viewers. Mm-hmm. Um, but the problem is, and it was the same last week, we're seeing like from Naruto ship it into One Piece, this week there was a drop of 328,000 viewers from that, which is kind of like, huh? And then I believe, I, I want to say... I, it wasn't 300,000. I think it was like two, 250,000 viewers last mm-hmm. week. I could be wrong. But um, it's still like we're seeing this drop, and it's kind of like why is there a drop there? Because, it, again, you know, like Jim is saying, I'm not even – I'm not one of those big One Piece fans out there. But it, mm-hmm. it's – One Piece to me is like Bleach. There are some times where One Piece is just like – it has those episodes where you watch and you're like, yeah, I'm into this. You know, and this is one of those times where you should be like, yeah, I'm into this. And I'm based on the ratings. I'm seeing like people are like, eh, fuck this. And it's just like, OK, well, if you're in Naruto, ship it. And why are you not into one piece right now? You know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. it, it, it's it's one of those things that mind boggles me, I guess. But we'll see how these ratings really are once summertime comes. I think that'll be the test. But there again, getting back to our point, I mean, the thing is, is if you guys don't start watching within the next month, we may see One Piece move down. You may see Blue Exorcist move up, and you know that's not what we want to see. We no. want to see, you know, if I had my druthers, I'd be putting One Piece, you know, as the leadoff. But that's yeah, not. Yeah, I think that would have been better. I mean, I, I, I think I, it's a better show. I think it would be better up front a little bit more, but. Again, you know, the way that they're doing things is working. And why change something if it's working? You know what I mean? There's a reason why they're running the shot, calling the shots, and we're not. And by so. the way, by the way, I do, there's one thing that we do need to also, and then we'll move on to the, the ratings comparison, that we also have to point out is the backside of the block is doing very well. It's doing extremely well. I mean, if you look at from Brotherhood to Sam, Samurai Jack, you go up about 40,000 viewers. And then we continue to go up about ten to twenty thousand viewers, um, and putting Clone Wars is a genius was genius because it's doing six. <laughs> yeah, I heard it. Pardon See, me, sorry. <laughs> are you drinking too? No, I just uh, <laughs> no, nah, I just had something sneak up on me. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Um, and the ratings are actually we're recording on Monday right now. It's going to be interesting to see tomorrow what the ratings are because I have a I have a sneaking feeling that Symbionic Titan 
down at 530 may do just as much as Star Wars is right now. And if that's it's not as much as Inuyasha. Right. And if that's if that's the case, I think that their their formula of putting Cartoon Network shows down there is actually working. So um, if that is the case, then I say continue that. <laughs> so um, but we're seeing that trend here for the last couple of weeks. So I like seeing that. And that's a good thing for the backside of the block and the block as a whole. So uh, right. Keep it up. Uh, but let's get into the rating comparison for last year. Um and that would be March 2nd, 2013. Um, and again, for context, because Space Dandy wasn't here last year, we have to compare it to Boondocks. So uh, Boondocks came in at 1,300,000. Uh, <laughs> Bleach mm. went up to 1,346,000. Naruto yeah. did 289,000. Soul Eater did 1,163,000. Uh, Thundercats did 929,000. Oh, um, Symbionic Titan, ironically, that's back on the block now, did 787,000, which is good at two o'clock. Wasn't it in the middle of its second run at that time, though? No, that was the first run. Thundercats and okay. Symbionic Titan were in their first run at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, Eureka 7 did 807,000. Tenchi Muyo GXP did 738,000. Um, Pain was almost over. <laughs> uh, Metal Alchemist Brotherhood did 746,000. Uh, the first episode of the, the two at 4 a.m. of Cowboy Bebop did 681,000. The second episode did 662,000. Uh, the first episode of the one hour of Inuyasha did 670,000. And the second episode did 641,000 to end the night. So those ratings were extremely well. Were extremely good. Not well, extremely good. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it, it's just interesting to see how we are now and how we are then. It's just like, can I have those ratings from last year, please? <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's also kind of tough because, right. um, you know, the thing is this um, I don't know what was going on uh, last year, but uh, this, you know, around this time last, this year, you know, we last week, we really didn't have a friggin excuse for that. There was nothing else on. There was no UFC fights, no uh, boxing matches or anything like that. So, Well, you know, I, I also think that there is this beginning of this little thing called we think that Toonami should just be an anime block and we're just going to be little bitches about it kind of thing going on. Mm-hmm. And again, this is this – is, I don't think it's that widespread. Well, though. no, it's it not might... widespread, but I'm starting to see it kind of increase a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not – when I talk about this, I'm not talking about – OG Toonami Faithful. So people out there that think I'm talking to you people, I'm not talking to you people. I'm talking about the new Toonami fans that think that anime is Toonami, which yes, Toonami is anime, but it's also action cartoons. So um, we're going to continue to preach that as much as we can because mm-hmm. I think people need to... <laughs> mm-hmm. um, we, we still need to make sure that people understand that this is an action cartoon block and not an anime block. And, you know... It, the one thing it's interesting because I was talking about Tenchi Muyo GXP at Toricon this past weekend. Um, even though Tor, even though Tenchi Muyo GXP got moved down, it actually did well at the three o'clock time slot. So you know, even though a show could get moved or something like that, these shows when they get moved sometimes do well in that time slot. So you know, we we need to keep in mind that you know. If, say, like a new show opens up at 2.30 or 3 o'clock, it could still excel at that time slot. So I want you guys to keep that in mind as 
we get more and more surprises from Toonami because I'm sure we have something coming up for the summertime and I'm sure there's going to be some huge announcement coming and I'm hoping it's Attack on Titan. So. Yeah, if we do hear that, then it's going to be at Anime Boston. And I'm sure if it does happen, that entire uh, room is going to explode. The Probably. top will blow off the Heinz Convention Center. In their pants. I may actually let Jim borrow Toonami News, just in case, for that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. He, I don't know. He may look at it and be like, the power. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. Yes. <laughs> well, that's the reason why they won't let me do those. Um, <laughs> they won't let me have any account names on Twitter. Because nope. they know what I'll do. Yep. <laughs> yes, we will. It's so sad that I even accept that, though, man. Yeah, boy. All right, but th- let's move on. I think we've talked enough about ratings. Um, let's get into the trending. Um, for and the trending was terrible this week, and I, I don't know. I, I'm thinking that Twitter had something to do with this because we didn't. The stuff in like the beginning of the block wasn't really trending. Like Space Dandy did trend, but like for some odd reason, Bleach and Naruto Shippuden didn't trend, which they always trend now. So it was kind of weird to see mm-hmm. that happen. So. I don't know what was going on in the time period, but for some odd reason, I think Twitter was like, no, fuck you. You can't have this trend. So no, I was having a few little problems with Twitter on Saturday. So yeah, I think there was a problem. So fuck you, Twitter. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so let's get into the trends. U.S. trends, uh, Toonami and hashtag Toonami uh, trended, uh, trended during Blue Exorcist, Naruto, IGPX, Tar Wars, Tar Wars, Tar Wars, Tar Wars, Tar Wars, Tar Wars. Uh, Man, Star Wars. The quest to end smoking. Okay. That's- Star Wars, The Clone Wars, and Symbionic Titan. Um, Space Dandy trended as well. One Piece trended. Uh, Blue Exorcist trended. Rin from Blue Exorcist trended. Soul Eater, uh, Black Star from Soul Eater trended. Naruto, Samurai Jack, and Symbionic Titan also trended. Uh, for worldwide trends, and this one, this is kind of disappointing. There were only two. And it was Black Star and Samurai Jack. And by the way, Samurai Jack, Samurai Jack actually trends a lot worldwide. Yeah, it must be it, it must be the um, well one. It must be the time of day at which it uh, is on. And also, Samurai Jack. I haven't run into somebody yet who doesn't like it. You know? Exactly. And uh, you and know if what? that person, if I do meet that person, I'll shank their face <laughs> off. <laughs> Speaking of tsunami faithful mob. Um, <laughs> You know, and, and you know, we we've kind of glossed over the fact, and I'll, and I'll finish up the other trends here in a minute. Uh, we've kind of glossed over the fact that there's a lot of people actually saying that Samurai Jack should be moved up. And I don't know quickly if you guys think that we should maybe move that up. And I think it should. It's, I think it would be a good show to come after like Blue or Blue Lagoon, Black Lagoon, and um, like at the round the two thirty slot because I think two a.m. is where Black Lagoon is going to debut. Um, I think that would be a perfect slot to put Samurai Jack and then put Naruto right after it. Get your rum ready, people. And <laughs> I, I would say move up Star Wars, but now that it's on Netflix, unfortunately, there's no reason to move it up. So I don't, and I don't know if people would watch it anymore up there. I'm sure they would, but it's, you know, it just. Uh, we're not even gonna get into that. We'll be here all day. Um, <laughs> uh, mobile app trends. Tsunami trended uh, during IGPX and Symbionic Titan. Uh, it said number one with 10,000 tweets. Uh, Space Dandy, uh, One Piece, Blue Exorcist, Soul Eater, Black Star, and again, Samurai Jack trended on the mobile app. Uh, I, again, I want to thank you guys for 
helping out uh, Anime Savior, who works very hard on all these trends every single week. On Saturdays, if you see something trend, uh, A, make sure it's a U.S. trend or a worldwide trend. It's not like Taylor trends. And B, make sure you send it to at Anime Savior on Twitter, and he may just post your stuff up. So, uh, again, thank you guys for doing that. Uh, we really appreciate it. We appreciate Anime Savior doing this every single week. Uh, same thing with uh, Ambient Virus Cult uh, doing the ratings every week. Thank you guys for doing that. We really appreciate you guys doing that. That's It's very hard to do that. You know, They don't get paid to do this stuff. So thank Stupid you. ass data monkey. <laughs> mm-hmm. And by the way, he was going to be on tonight. Colt was going to be on, but he's having internet problems. So sorry. But um, yeah, so we got two more items real quick. Um, there was a new music video. Um, we're actually going to post that up. I'll probably post it up tonight. Um TsunamiFaithful.com was where it's going to be. Uh, and it was – the name of the music video, I believe, was Time Warp or something like that. I'd have to look that up real quick. Let's see. You slipping, motherfucker. I swear you slipping. I'm slipping. I'm falling. I can't get up. You ain't DMX, bitch. <laughs> what? Jim, as a black man, I think you should be offended. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I don't – you know what? Uh I don't like to waste time like that. Okay. You know, one day we will all be equal on this earth. <laughs> that that's a very political response. <laughs> oh god. Okay, so the name of the music video the Viva Namita. No, it's um oh, wait, Viva Namita. No, that's the intro to Space Dandy. Space Dandy? Yeah. What did I tell you about drinking? <laughs> anyway, um <laughs> this week's new goodie was a music video again, like I was saying. Um the name of it was They're About to War. Um, again, if you guys want to see that, it's up on the official Toonami Tumblr, which is Toonami.tumblr.com. It's also up on our website, ToonamiFaithful.com. Um, I'll have that up tonight as well. Um, and then the last thing we really wanted to talk about and we thought that we should make light of is at Cartoon Network, a guy by the name of Stuart Snyder is leaving. And uh, Jim, who is that person again? Stuart Snyder is probably one of the most hated men in animation right now by fans because uh, he was the guy who saw Toonami's cancellation in 2008, uh, saw uh, Cartoon Network introduce stuff like CN Real and everything like that, and um, also, but also uh, towards the end of his tenure, we also got wonderful shows like Adventure Time and Regular Show, and more recently, the polarizing Steven Universe Uncle Grandpa, and a couple of others. Oh, I'm, so, I'm um, sure he was behind um, Symbionic Titan, too, because that was Cartoon Network. Well, it's not so much. Well, I mean, he is a, um, you know, because he's a CEO, I mean, a lot of times the CEO doesn't really have a lot of um, uh, control and stuff like that. A lot of times it's, you know, shareholders and stuff like that that give us horrible, horrible things or demand horrible, horrible things. He is not a uh, liked man at all by um animation fans and uh, a lot of people are glad to see him gone but um you know who knows what the who knows uh, what fresh minds will bring uh hopefully we end up getting uh you know a, more of a focus on animation action animation good animation in general you know i don't care if it's action or not hopefully it's uh, good but hopefully it's good animation that we get and we get more really awesome stuff like say uh, young justice and all that yeah i'm i'm hoping that we get to see a turnaround because I, I do think that Cartoon Network has been dropping the ball lately. And this mm-hmm. is definitely going to be, it, it's going to be interesting to see how 
Cartoon Network transitions because again we won't probably see an immediate transition. It'll probably be a year or two before we actually get to see. Okay, this is what the new Cartoon Network's going to look like. And if it I, even changes at all, right? If it even <laughs> changes at all, and and what I mean by that is I, I don't mean like Adventure Time is going to go bye bye or um, those other shows. Regular, yeah, regular, regular show. show you know. Um, those other shows are going to that are popular are I don't see them going anywhere. Those shows were doing well. I'm starting. I'm thinking that we're actually going to probably see, and I'm hoping that we see more American cartoons show up on Cartoon Network because they deserve to be on Cartoon Network. Let's face it; they they were always for years and years having the best American cartoons on. And no offense to Nickelodeon, and no offense to like the Hub, but you know, I'd like to see more shows that they've had on Cartoon Network instead of them. So hopefully we'll get to see that. And and if you guys need examples, obviously Transformers Prime, that's definitely a big one in my mind. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles because I would love to have seen that on Cartoon Network. I I, I that was one of the things because I am a huge Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fan. I, I would have loved to seen that on the on yeah, Cartoon Network at all. Kind of like a little fake ass Ninja Turtles sometimes. Well, I mean, Nickelodeon's done a very good job with it, so I need to I need to make that clear. Nickelodeon has done a very good job with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles series. I commend them for doing that, but there's been some there's been some times where you look at the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and you go, huh. <laughs> yeah, can you just not do that anymore? Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, let's let's not point out the live action series. Um, <clears throat> anyways, uh, do you guys know what I mean? Do you, do you remember that? Okay, good. <laughs> Thank you. All right, mm-hmm. so uh, that's the news, and I'm sure you guys just listened to this so that you could get to the interview. So uh, without oh further ado, let's get into this interview with Michelle Ruff. And by the way, Jim, you're fired. Yeah. <laughs> now you know how I do. All right, we're back, and we're here for the interview that you all have been listening to the podcast for. Um, I'll go ahead and let this person introduce themselves. Go ahead. Me? Yes, you. <laughs> Michelle Ruff. Yes, Rukia has made it to the building, people. In now the you, flesh. You can get my fucking back. <laughs> I came through for you. It only took you a year, but, you know, whatever, hey. Shut Uh-oh. up. <laughs> anyway. It's okay. Michelle had a hectic schedule. Yes, yeah, she did. We, we thank you for um, taking the Your time time. to do this. Uh, we really appreciate it. I know the Toonami Faith uh, looking forward pleasure. to this interview. So. Uh, hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get, let's get started because I know that you're really busy and you got to get to bed. So. I um, do. I'm so tired. But hey, we're making it happen. Yes, we are. Uh, yeah. So, first question I usually ask um, any voice actor and voice actresses: How did you get started in voice acting? Oh, Paul! What? It's so cliche, you dumbass! It's so cliche. <laughs> really? Have... Come on! Throw something else at me. Throw something <laughs> at you. <laughs> well, I guess then I have to ask: um, Was voice acting? always what you wanted to do or was there did you have like another career in mind now that's a good question no it was not I actually was going to school at Michigan State 
um, I was uh, studying um, video and radio production, telecommunication. So I was always thinking I was going to be behind the scenes, which I guess I still kind of am with voice acting. Um, and I also was studying broadcast journalism for a while. So I was like a um, IHL hockey broadcaster for a little while. <laughs> I've had a couple of different incarnations in my lifetime, but I always thought I was going to produce because I was producing a Michigan public radio show for in Michigan for a couple of years. And I just, I, this guy I was working for sent me up for an audition and I ended up booking it. And I just kind of, I was like, Oh, well, that's kind of cool. Maybe I should, you know, Maybe I should give that a shot because I was always interested and I was taking classes and acting and doing all kinds of different stuff. So I figured, well, I might as well just pursue it. You know, it's like if something opportunity presents itself, you're not going to say no. Right. Right. Hell no. I'm going to say yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. But I mean, that was just like it was like a lucky break, the first one. And then from there, it was all, you know an uphill battle. <laughs> it took a lot of work to get to where I am today, but um, that first opportunity was kind of plopped in my lap. So I figured, well, you know what? There you go. God must be trying to tell me something. <laughs> Why don't I walk down this path for a little while? <laughs> it's like, oh, here I am 20 years later still walking down the same path. Well, we love you walking down that path. Oh, thank you. Shut up, Paul. Say not a word. <laughs> hey, I'll fanboy as much as I want tonight. Uh. <laughs> nah, not, not gonna do that. But um, um, right, let's see. We did have a couple of questions from the fans, so I guess I asked one. There you it, go. It was uh, he's like it's the obvious question. It's from Annie Tsunami. He's like, um, do you watch Tsunami? I used to. I used to watch Tsunami. Now I'm usually in bed by like ten or ten thirty, like just because I have to get up so early during the week. But Toonami's usually on the weekends, isn't it? Like on or no, that's adult swim. Yeah, it's Saturday Saturday night, yeah. Saturday nights, yeah. No, I don't usually watch it. But I did for a while I was watching Bleach. Um and then I stopped watching it just because the you know, it's like I don't know. It felt kind of uh egotistical <laughs> to be watching the show. I don't know. It's okay to be egotistical. I listen to myself on the podcast. I was, I was listening in because I wanted to see, you know, the show and I wanted to hear what I sounded like on real TV. And then after a while, I was like, okay, well, this is, I've, I think I've heard enough. I'll just go back to my normal life, you know. Well, besides Bleach, I know you worked on a couple other Toonami shows. Um, How was it, you know, with doing Code Geass? Oh, I loved Code Geass. Was Code Geass on Toonami? Yes, it was, ma'am. For some reason, I thought that was on Sci-Fi. Oh, no, that was Gurren Lagann. <laughs> <Yeah>. Spiral Power. <laughs> was on, uh, was on Sci-Fi. Um, I loved Code Geass. Oh, my God. I was only sad because my character only lasted two seasons. But... Um, I loved that show. I thought it was amazing. And you know, we lost Kevin Seymour. Did you guys know that? Yes, that was. We was pretty sad about that. Oh yeah, yeah. So now it makes Code Geass even more special because 
you know, one of the most important elements of the show is gone. You know, now that you mentioned Kevin Seymour, um, did he ever like impart any seeds of wisdom on you? Um, you know, while he was, you know, on Kogi, I say anything that you worked well, with? I mean, I I worked with Kevin for years before Kogias. Like he was one of the first directors that kind of seasoned me, I guess you could say. Um, like he, like Bang Zoom gave me my first anime job, but Kevin was probably the first person that brought me in and kind of broke me in. You know what I mean? Like, and he was just so patient and. He would bring good people in and he would let them do their thing without trying to interfere too much. He didn't want the actor's instinct to to go away. So I think his philosophy was just to kind of stay out of the way as much as possible and just kind of mold the performance to the show, which I thought was always really interesting. The way he did things, you know, that's a fair answer right there. He was amazing. He was amazing. He was tough. You know what I mean? Like, he wasn't... It wasn't easy to work with him because he had a specific way of doing things and he expected you to just show up and be ready to rock and roll like there were no excuses. <laughs> you know? It's <laughs> a good way to so, do things. Yeah. So it was a good learning process for me. And, and I mean, getting to do Code Geass with him was, was just incredible. Incredible. Oh, yeah. You know, a lot of our um, listeners, um, they're actually big um, Fujiko Mine fans. So, oh. I, yeah, trust me, they, they, they love you on that. So how was it working on that? The new one? Uh-huh. Uh, it was amazing. Like, I didn't think I would have an opportunity to do that again. You know, that was recorded. This last one was recorded in Texas. So I had to fly out there to do the show in January. It was in, I was like, oh my God, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> it was like the busiest season for me and flying out on the weekend. I mean, it was a total labor of love. I got to tell you. But I wanted to reprise her because I didn't think I would ever have an opportunity to do that again. Oh, well, you know, we love, so. we love you for it. And can, uh, well, and can we call you Fuji Cakes? Sure. Sweet. Fuji Cakes. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw Tony Oliver today, by the way. Woohoo. Woohoo. Paul, do you have any more questions? Yeah, I do, actually. Since we're uh, talking about roles, um, what, what, roles were the most fun for you to do god they're all so fun they're all my children paul <laughs> they're all your children they're all my children i'm sure you've heard that a million times from different actors <laughs> but it's true it's yeah. true it's hard yeah. to pick because it's like each one is so unique and different um i think probably the most fun would be yoko from gurren lagan Okay. Yeah, either her or um, Tsukasa from Lucky Star, because Tsukasa was so, like, she's such a ditz, and nothing <laughs> really ever made sense, and some of the stuff that would come out of her mouth would be like, what in the heck are we talking about right now? Like, there would be no, it would be so nonsensical and silly. We would just laugh. We'd be like, what the fuck is going on? 
It's okay. You can use the F bomb on this podcast. Yes, you can. There are no hoes barred. What the F is going on? So, so that, and then Yoko was just so high energy, and I loved her character. I had a lot of fun playing Yoko. Yeah. So, which one was uh, which character or uh, anime was your redhead stepchild? My redheaded stepchild in anime. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. I know there've been a few of them. <laughs> I'm just trying to think. What did you say, Darrell? Oh well, you know, I was talking to Michelle like um, it was a while back, and um, I know I remember Metal Fighter Miku being mentioned. Oh. <laughs> Uh, see, I forgot about her. That's how much of a redheaded stepchild she is. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about her. <laughs> Aw, poor metal fighter Miku. Yeah, Jose's a real big fan of that one. Because <laughs> <laughs> he loves Bleach a whole lot. No, he doesn't. Who's Jose? Oh, he's our editor. <laughs> <laughs> He's one of he's one of the he's like the the person that's in charge of editing the podcast usually, but he's off for two months, so we're playing. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to give him hell when you I. You guys can. are wreaking havoc. Yes. Oh, well, yeah. see, I'm the one in charge, so I can wreak as much havoc as I want. <laughs> <laughs> and Darrell usually lets me get away with it. Bad Darrell. Bad Darrell. Bad dog. That's right. They blame it on the black man all the time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> black, black History Month was the only month that I got a get out of jail free pass. No, you didn't. Blame it on black <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. Speaking of. Blame it on the black man. You know, since we're talking about um, redheaded stepchild and. The most fun bad <laughs> in roles. Um, what's the most challenging role that you've had? Most challenging. Hmm. See, I'm making you think tonight. See, you are. <laughs> you know, it's interesting because there's different levels of challenge. Like, like Princess Etna from Disgaea for me is super fun. I love to play her. She would probably be up there with Yoko, but she's challenging because she requires a lot of energy. So if I go in and do like a two hour, um, a two hour video game session of only princess Edna, by the end of that two hours, I am like fried. Like I'm totally exhausted. Um, but then there's the challenging like chi, you know, when I played chi, it was really difficult because the first 12 episodes, she doesn't say anything except chi. So it's me and the producer and the director and they're busting my balls because I have to come up with a way to say chi with emotion and feeling. And, you know, I have to convey whatever it is that I'm saying in one word. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, especially when I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> See, Darrell, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> See, you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know what's always really hard, though, is in any anime or video game, is dealing with proper pronunciation of Japanese names. Oh, 
God, don't get me started. Sometimes that just busts my balls, I got to tell you. Because you can't, like, there's the emphasis doesn't make sense. <laughs> in the In the way that we speak in the English language, there's not, like, it doesn't translate if you want to, like, because you have to pronounce the name properly and you're doing it while you're trying to put your acting beats in and it just sometimes it just doesn't work it doesn't work so you're like shit well that sounded like crap <laughs> the producer will be like no no it's perfect i'm like oh my god really okay make it till you make it make it till you make it <laughs> see michelle keeping it 100 with y'all tonight that's right <laughs> but so yeah different levels of difficulty i guess right yes. yes did i answer your question yes you did oh good <laughs> fantastic because i'm tired so i have no idea what i'm saying right now. <laughs> well it's i'm sure okay. i'm sure nobody's gonna hold it against you so <laughs> well, <no. laughs> it's well, okay darn. it's okay because paul never knows what he's saying yeah whatever <laughs> Terrell, i'll come back like on other podcasts and, and say stuff to you and i'll just sit there and be like yeah we got an interview with her. There you go. <laughs> but um, we, we've actually we've said a couple. You've mentioned a couple different shows that you've been in. Um, my question is in relation to Tsunami. Is there any show that you would want to see that you've been in that isn't that hasn't been on the block? And why would you want that? On Tsunami. Yes, ma'am. Well, ah, there's a show that I just started working on today that I think would be perfect for Toonami. But I can't that. tell you what yeah. it is. <laughs> See, why, why are you playing with my emotions like that? Michelle? I know, but oh my God, it's so good. Okay. I'm too, I'm like totally geeked about it, actually. I went in for the first time today and... um started recording my character and I was like, Oh my God, they played us my first scene in the show. And I was like, this is a really good show. Like you can just tell, you know, it's, it was really flipping good. And I think it would be a perfect match for Toonami. Oh. Let me look it up on my phone and see if it's been released yet. <laughs> in the meantime, you can keep asking me questions. <laughs> Damn it, I don't know what this is. Um, no, you can't. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Unless you want to, um, never mind. I'm gonna, what? I, I was going to say we just cut Paul's balls off. And then, <laughs> no. That would be the um, price. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> um, well, I guess while we're still on the, the subject of shows, uh, is there anything that you would recommend people uh, like watch that you've been in that you know maybe they haven't seen like on Toonami or anything like that? But it's always... Okay, I'm just looking at their lineup. <laughs> um, Bleach is still on at, new, at midnight, huh? Yes. Don't wait. Don't it's, worry. And it's yeah, kicking ass too. <laughs> yeah, but I heard now that you know we're done. Oh, IGPX at 4:30 a.m. Oh my god. Yes. Wow. Um, oh, do little. Yes. Now that, uh, you know, Bleach is ending, we're almost done recording the episodes, P.S., which I'm really, really sad about. I guess the manga now, Rukia, comes back and is like a total badass. Oh, yeah. She's kicking a lot of ass She's now. kicking a lot of ass. I'm like, oh, now she's going to kick ass now that the series is ending. 
<laughs> she kicked ass before, but you know, this time you know, it's, she would she, always get hurt, and Ichigo would have to come to her rescue. And Ichigo, I'm a damsel in distress. I'm like, come on, people. Yeah, but she smacked his ass around when he cracked on them damn bunnies that she made. <laughs> That's a trade off. Uh, this is true. Toonami. I'm just looking. I don't know. I mean, what other shows do you think? I I always thought Gurren Lagann would be a good match, but um, Sci-Fi Network got Gurren Lagann. Right. I, but, I, think, I think a lot of people have actually asked Toonami for that at some point when it first came on. Like that was one of the ones that was requested to. I can't really yeah. say that because I don't. I don't have. You know, I'm not there at Adult Swim going. Here's the information. <laughs> Here it is. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know what their criteria is for shows, you know. Um, well, I, I always mean, thought I always thought Haruhi Suzumiya was pretty flippin' funny, but I think their their stuff is more edgy. I think what they're looking for more is like an is like action, violence, you know, that kind of thing. I mean, that's usually what. I mean, with Adult Swim, you can get away with a lot more than what. Yeah, yeah, because it's later. Yeah, so. Blood, sweat, tears. Um, Code Geass isn't on anymore, though, right? No. Yeah. But you know what, you guys? There's a lot of new animes coming down the pipe right now that are, are supposed to be really amazing. So I would imagine, like, I don't have any insider information, but I'm going to guess that we're going to see some new stuff popping up this next year. Mm-hmm. I would bet. You know, because the, the industry in L.A. is definitely bouncing back. It was gone for a while. Like anime in L.A. was just it was like a little bit of the crickets chirping kind of thing. Right. Because everything had gone to Texas and to Canada. But stuff's starting to come back now. So I don't I don't think there's any. Is there anything left in Canada? I don't I want to I don't think there is. I, I haven't really heard I anything. I don't know. I don't know. I did just work on The Wind Rises, the new Miyazaki film. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did some stuff in that. And I mean, I'm doing a lot of other stuff right now other than anime, too. I mean, I love my anime, don't get me wrong. Um, But I'm starting to branch out a little bit more into different arenas of voiceover. So be on the lookout. Oh, don't worry, we will. (laughs) (laughs) But we have pushed this movie a lot and to a lot of our fans because you were in it. Redline. Redline. So what was it like doing Redline? You know, that movie just blew my mind. It was so beautiful. Yes. Oh, my God. Like, I just remember when... Because I didn't audition for it. I was just given the part, which was really amazing was a gift and when I went in to record I was like oh my god what is this movie and then I found out it had taken seven years to animate it and I was like whoa (laughs) that it was just a fucking bomb like I just felt so honored to be a part of it you know now see Jose like that (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you kind of love that, but it was it is it, this is Hope Saber. Ooh, so pretty. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty. Yeah, it really it's is beautiful. Though. Everything about it is just like wow. Yeah, you autographed my Blu-ray for me. <laughs> there we go with the fanboy again. Jesus, hey. fanboy. I'm proud. 
I'm a proud <laughs> fanboy tonight. That's right. Hey, why not? Exactly. Own it. Own it. Own it. Stand tall, my friend. Yes, I am. I'm taller than you. <laughs> yeah, from what I remember, a lot taller. <laughs> oh, no, I was the one that had to um, leave early. I had to go on a date. So I missed out when you were here at Comic-Con. Oh. You had to go on a date? Like with a girl? Yeah, it was a date with a girl. If I had um, missed that date, she would have beat me up. She's like some kind of kung fu master. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Is she, or is, is she like a, was it like an anniversary or something? Uh, yeah, it was, but. Are you just a, are you just pussy whipped? <laughs> oh, <laughs> pussy hell. You pussy whipped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what Paul said and what you said. She must be something special. Yeah, we ain't gonna even talk about Paul. <laughs> uh, Paul is like, yes, dear, and he got that honey do list. That's right. Anyways, so that's that's. The ain't way. that right, Mister Mom? We gotta hey. keep our boys in check. <laughs> hey, Believe I don't mind. That. Huh? Said so I don't said, mind. Yeah, Polly well, Post. Whoever this girl is, Darrell, I give her props for keeping you in line, my friend. Yeah, it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to do that because my girlfriend said I'm not supposed to talk to Paul. Yeah, with uh, with all the swords, <laughs> the guns, the knives that are in your house right now, and alcohol. Oh God. Who? To whose house? My that would house. be Darrell's house. <laughs> I would, you probably shouldn't say that out loud. <laughs> On the air. Oh, he said that plenty of times. Don't don't oh, worry. He said that oh, plenty of times. So plenty of times. <laughs> I'm sure the FBI has a has an alert out on you already. Oh, they're already at his house. I already. Don't said worry. That. They had alert out me when I was a sperm. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you were a twinkle in your dad's eye. Pretty much. <laughs> out of a million sperm, I was the one that made it through. Woohoo! Uh, the FBI's like, he made it. Let's go. Damn right. <laughs> I can crack an egg. To the house. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that just went down south. <laughs> so dead. It really did. It's okay. It's expected with me. Everybody knows how I am. <laughs> yes, we know who you are. Shut up, Mr. Mom. <laughs> uh, oh, do you take care of a ba- your son or something or daughter? I have eight. What's your yes. You have an eight-year-old, and no, you have to take. I don't take care of him, but he's obviously he's prominent in my life. So, well, I would hope so if he's your son. <laughs> yeah, he actually looks better than Paul. Thank oh, God. God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry, Paul. Did I hurt your feelings, sweetums? Well, you guys are so nice to each other. Oh yeah, this is our way of showing love. Right. Yeah, he'll get stabbed later. But anyways, um, <laughs> that's what she said. With one of his knives from his house. Pretty much. He doesn't need to know about that, okay? <laughs> Please don't need to know about that, okay? They just need to know that it was a knife from his house and he probably stabbed himself. I don't, I don't know how it happened, but it somehow got in his hand and he stabbed himself. I don't know. Right. Or not. <laughs> oh my Suicidal tendencies. I'm gonna be. Hey, I'm gonna be in Kansas City next weekend. Sweet. Which con is that? For Naka Con. Okay. Well, that kind of answers the other question because some people ask on what cons do you go to or do you are you currently going to any cons this year? Yeah, I have Naka Con. I've been asked to a couple other cons. Um, 
I haven't said yes to anything yet. I'll probably pick one or two more this year. Well, you heard it, people. She'll pick one or two. So, um, y'all heard. Y'all heard now. Nah, you heard. I, <laughs> I know. See, Michelle like that southern accent that I got because I'll be talking country sometimes, y'all. I like Darrell. <laughs> okay well we know it's getting late and it's pretty much our time so uh, hit me up on facebook i have a facebook page michelle ruff voiceover yes his which is how i kept in contact with michelle folks yeah (laughs) yeah so hit me up like me on facebook i actually do return my emails and stuff yes she does i do do you have a later account at all I don't. I'm. I do have a Twitter account only because somebody started a fake Twitter account of mine last year, so I had to claim it as my own. But I'm. I. I promise I'm gonna start. Don't I have t- to do. I'm gonna do Instagram and Twitter because my fiance has been bugging me about it. So. Yeah. Hi, Eddie. Yeah, he's in the other room. He's like, <laughs> put the headsets on. I don't want to hear you guys. I'm like, ah. Uh, Rude. It's okay. Well, uh, thank you for coming on the show. Uh, we appreciate well, you doing the interview. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Yes, and thanks for not making me a liar. So <laughs> uh, I know. I'm sorry about Monday. Next week is just turning into a big old bear. Okay, we understand. A big old bear, but I'm glad we were able to work this out. So. Just like a good relationship. <laughs> compromise somewhere down the line and <laughs> alright folks we'll be right back with the rest of the podcast bye everyone alright we're back from the interview was a f- pretty good interview. It seems like Rukia decided to uh, freeze me, so I got fucked over. <laughs> but whatever. I was fired before the interview uh, came out, so there was nothing I could do. <laughs> well, my first question, my first question that I asked, she went, "Really?" Mm-hmm. So, I- yeah, she kind of gave us a little bit of a hard time, <laughs> Paul, more than anybody. Well, she knows me, dude. Yeah, so. she knows her. <laughs> but you know what's really funny? When Michelle says that Terrell's gonna get married. It actually means he's going to get married, so now he has to get married. Shit. The hell. <laughs> hey, I am hey, not scared hey, of Michelle. Listen to me. When when a voice actress or actor says that you need to get married, it's all over. You're done. you got to get married now. <laughs> you know, as soon as that happened, man, I got like a freaking anonymous question. Yep. Was that you, Paul? No, that wasn't me. I actually got all those, too. They're like, oh, so Darrell's getting married. I'm like, well, you saw him. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, laugh my fucking ass off. I was like, well, see, the fans want you to get married, so now you got to get married. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to, I like to thank Michelle Ruff for, you know, um, pushing that forward because now everybody's looking for that now. Thanks, Michelle. <laughs> mm-hmm. And hey, we've had two female guests on the podcast this year, so. It yeah. is no longer October Fest, um, Sausage Fest, or anything like that. Exactly. Though I will smack you in the face with my schnitz and grooving. Yeah, by the way, me and Burrell have decided you guys are not allowed to say anything more because guess what? We've had plenty of voice actresses on this year. So mm-hmm. you guys are no longer allowed to say, are there any, you guys don't get enough voice actresses on. Well, guess what? And 
we're going to have three with Alexis Tipton on here. Mm -hmm. So guess what? You can't say anything anymore. You can't say anything about us not having gay people either because I've had Michael Tatum on the show too, so ha. We are equal opportunity here. I don't care what your sexual preference orientation is. Look here. I like all peoples, but if you're an asshole to me, mm-hmm. I'll be a big one to you. Right. Y'all know me. <laughs> and uh, quickly before we get into, before we get out of here and we read all of our nonsense to you, nonsense to you, um, mm-hmm. like I just hinted at, uh, Alexis Tipton will be on the podcast. Um, I did an interview with her at Toricon. Um, she was very nice. And again, I thank her for coming on and doing that interview with me. Um, I haven't really decided where we're going to put it. I may, I told her that it would probably be two weeks from now because I, I kind of like to space out these interviews. So um, look for that either next week or the week after, but it, it'll be before Jose comes back because that's my interview. Um, <laughs> and I, and I'm selfish like that. So, um, and by the way, I did I did mention that um, Colleen Clickenbeard, who is the voice of, uh, oh God, Luffy. I was losing. No, no, no. I was thinking Space Dandy. I knew Luffy. I was I was thinking Space Dandy. What is her name in Space Dandy? Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, it was the secretary lady. Yeah, I can't think of what her name is, but yeah, she was Lu- She's Luffy on One Piece, obviously. I, that's what that's what held me up because I was like, wait, what is her name? Damn it. Um, I did talk to her and we may, and I'm not saying that it will happen anytime soon because congratulations, she is pregnant. Um, but, um, if we can get her on in the near future, we will, if we can't, you know, look for that, uh, sometime soon, because I did mention this on the podcast. So I just wanted to update you guys on that real quick. Look here. If y'all know anything about us, we do keep our word. Even when, even when we hit that little snafu, we still make shit happen. Right. So let's get into all of the housekeeping again. Um, if you guys want to help us with upcoming cons and our future endeavors, we need you guys to help us. Um, so that means we need money. Um, and again, mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit here and beg you for money. I'm just asking you guys to help us out if you can. Uh, the best way you can do that is to donate to us. And basically, you just go to tsunamifaithful.com slash donate. Or if you just go straight to tsunamifaithful.com, on the menu bar is a donate button. Click that, donate as much as you can. You can donate a dollar, you could donate thousands of dollars. If you donated thousands of dollars, I probably would make out with you. Um, you would probably be like a partner on the podcast, you know? Yeah, I would probably do something for that. And, you know, I, I've been thinking about doing something. You got to do a twerk video. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God. I've been thinking about doing something um, with that. So look for possibly something when Jose comes back. I don't know yet. I want to talk to him before I do anything, so... Uh, we may try to do something to raise some money for Momocon, so uh, stay tuned for that. Um, and one thing that you guys have actually been asking me about more is how you can get a Toonami Faithful podcast shirt. Well, first of all, when we do go to Momocon, I will have shirts with me. I won't have a large quantity because obviously I'm coming from Rochester. So um, if you're going to be going to Momocon, I will have some there. Again, I only will have medium, large, and extra large. If you want a small or like a 2XL, 3XL, whatever. The, the shirts basically I don't have, the sizes that I don't have. Uh, you need to contact me through my email, paulbiscrillo at tsunamifaithful.com. Let me know what kind of shirt you, you want. I'll direct you to where to go to give me money for that, and then we will get you those shirts because I can make small orders and get stuff. So um, let me know if you want those. But if you want a medium, large, or extra large, 
right now, you can go to tsunamifaithful.bandcamp.com slash merch and purchase a shirt now for $10. Um, there were a couple of people, again, that purchased at Toracon. Thank you. That money will actually go towards our Momocon stuff. So, again, thank you for doing that. And um, I even paid for my shirts. Yes, you thank did. You, Paul. You're welcome. Anyways. Oh, so how did you like that uh, award, though, Paul? Yeah, fuck you. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, rate and review the podcast on iTunes, Podomatic, and Stitcher. Uh, like us on Facebook. Tsunami Faithful, it's facebook.com slash Tsunami Faithful Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Tsunami Podcast. And on Tumblr at TunamiFaithfulOfficial.tumblr.com. Uh, you can get all of our old episodes in any of our exclusives that we've done audio wise and a couple video wise on, on podcast.tunamifaithful.com. Guess what? It's time to get out of here. So Jim, where can they find you? You can find me at zero alucard 27 on Twitter. You can also find me on Tumblr at UniCentury. That is U N I century. Just do a user search for that. So also we're going to be, I'm going to be crowdsourcing questions again. Make them good. They are not to be the, can you do this voice? No, none of that. Because this is press and these are actual honest-to-God questions. I will screen them. If they are not good, they will be deleted, completely ignored. So, questions for Dai Sato, Christina V, Patrick Seitz, Trina Nishimura, or Wendy Lee. Any of those five. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have anything to give you guys because, well, I have I don't have any guest passes that are still valid for Crunchyroll. Or money. So, um, yeah, <laughs> I don't have any money. Trust me, I barely. I don't even know if I'll be able to go down to Momocon with how much how little money I have. None of us do. <laughs> <laughs> but um, any questions that you might have, be sure to let me know at Jim Nelson at tsunamifaithful.com for those five guests. And uh, I, again, I cannot stress this enough. Make them good. Yes. Don't worry. I'll bail you out like and, I always do. And, <laughs> and by the way, like, for example, with the Alexis Tipton interview I did, I put out that there was, you know, let me know if you have any questions for a Toonami Talkback. Not a lot of you gave me questions. So please, if you're going to, please give Jim some questions because we want to mm. ask your questions. We don't want to take up the whole interview with our questions. We would rather ask your questions because this is your podcast. This is your fan site. You know, yeah, we're the ones that make it happen, but we'd like to have you guys involved. So please give us questions, okay? You didn't ask her my question. Yeah, shut up. Anyway, <laughs> it's your typical. It's your typical. Would you marry me? Question. Because, d- dude, you're you're not. You can't get married. You're gonna get married to your girlfriend. I like it, dude. <laughs> I just like asking that to you because I like being a jerk and an asshole. To you. But you did win a complete ass award, so. <laughs> don't tell me you're a polygamist there uh Darrell. he is a polygamist but anyways uh, Darrell, where can they find you uh you can find me at ukami underscore samurai seven at twitter.com and if you want to tumble with me because i know y'all scared to ask me questions on tumblr but some you do you can do that at ukami samurai seven dot tumblr dot com and if you want to send me evil emails do that at derailmaddox at tsunamifaithful.com. And also, if you, want to congr- like if you want to congratulate him on his marriage. <laughs> yeah, I hate you so much. <laughs> I love you too, Darrell. And <laughs> and you can follow me on Twitter at Paul Pascrillo. My last name is P-E-S-C-R-I-L-L-O. Um, you can also email me because, well, I hosted this podcast, so I guess you can send me all the hate mail today, this week. Um, yeah, and let me know. Yeah. Let me know how how you guys thought about this episode. It's uh, paulpascrillo at tsunamifaithful.com. 
And you can also tumble with me on Tumblr. It's uh, paulbiscrillo.tumblr.com. We hope you guys liked this episode this week. Thank you for listening. Peace. We're out. Deuces! We love you all. You should be happy. With me. <laughs> Alright, let me stop this. Well, we could talk about that other part here in a minute, but um, basically... Oh, Paul, you cut for a bit. What's that? Sorry, Paul. Sorry to cut you off. Uh, Paul, you cut out for a bit on me. Oh, did I? So, yeah. Uh, Darrell, did you hear that cut out as well? Or? Oh, no, I still heard him talking. Oh, okay. Then much, something's wrong at my Much end. to my dismay. Um, so I should try and wake up a little. Um, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. Alcohol always wakes me up. Shut uh, up, Paul. What is that picture of you? What are you drinking? Or you uh, have like? Oh, that is the infamous rum keg. Oh my! Paul was there when he saw. That looks. <sighs> that looks scary. Oh no, it was fine. I oh, it, it scared Jason Demarco, the uh, person in charge. Of <laughs> He's like, "Are you okay?" Well, actually, let's do. What the fuck? Are you gonna be okay? <laughs> I hope you didn't drive after drinking that shit. Well, let's put it this way. Like, he was in the middle of a sentence, and he stopped, and he went, holy shit, what is that? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not even kidding you. And and I'm sitting here dying over here at the bar, and I'm like, this is is typical Darrell. This is what he does. Don't worry about him. He's like, are you going to be okay? And Darrell's like, eh, give me another beer. (laughs) Oh, God. I'm like, Darrell, stop. A beer chaser. Oh, yeah, I had a Mai Tai before I even drank the big one. Oh, my God. And then he dropped, like, what? What was it? Two Guinnesses, too, before that? Oh, yeah. That was the day before, wasn't it? Yeah, that was the day before. before. Now, it was a it was a Guinness and a shot of Crown Maple. Ugh. Wow. No, Yuck. Michelle's a wine person. Yes, I like my red wine. <laughs> <laughs>